Hello listeners, welcome back. This week on Orange Perspective, we take a look at Breakout through the eyes of Monica Croxton. During the episode, Jason and Monica talk about routines rather than resolutions and what it takes to be the captain of the crew. Also, some stuff about plants. Hey everybody, I am Jason Thompson and I am the host of Orange Perspective and I am here with Monica Croxton. Hey Monica, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing <laughs> very well. We are recording this on Valentine's Day. Do you have any fun Valentine's Day plans for tonight? Um, I think I'm going out to dinner with um, Bentley, my boyfriend, and my daughter. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going, but I'm sure we're just going to go and eat some food because that's really all I want to do. Is it a surprise? Is he planning it? Or no. you just both don't know where you're going? <laughs> we're, we're just going to roll with the punches. It's just how we, how we do things. Well, that's fun. Yeah. How long have you been at Breakout? Um, since November 2017. Um, I started as a game master, and then the manager who was working there, Alex, he um, was moving back to Asheville, and so I kind of just applied. I had, like, very quickly worked my way through the roles. I was, like, a shift lead the next week, and then the next week I was the assistant manager, and then, like, literally two weeks later I was the manager. So it just kind of all happened. Um, That's fast. Yeah, so I took over the store in January 2018, and I've been here ever since. And you are at Richmond. Mm -hmm. I don't think we said that at the beginning. No, definitely not. It's okay. (laughs) But yeah, I'm in Richmond. So how did you find your way to us? What were you doing before? Um, I was working at a theme park called King's Dominion here in Virginia, and I was doing tech for them. And uh, I was... It was basically a full-time seasonal position, and so I worked from May to November, and we had just finished up our like Halloween haunt contract part of it, um, and I was looking for basically just a part-time job that was not food service, and so I just kind of happened upon Breakout, and I was like, you know what? I've played like one escape room before. I could probably, I could probably do this. This seems good. So, and yeah. it's it's quite different than food, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's very different from theme parks. And my background is in technical theater, so I felt, like, a little bit at home as well uh, because of the whole, like, you know, theatrical element that is an escape room. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. In a more personal question, what, what do you do for fun in Richmond? Um... Honestly, I don't go out very much and do a lot of fun stuff because I have a kid who is one. Um, But we actually do like go and have fun at like the zoo. We just got a zoo membership, which is pretty cool. Um, We go to like kids events, so like story time. Um, And me personally, my like two current hobbies are going to the gym like six days a week and um, Plants, like I have an obsession lately with house plants. I have like 30 succulents at my house right now. Um, it's honestly becoming oh, a wow. bit of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep buying them? Yeah, well, like on my days off, I'll I'll have uh, Mila, which is my daughter's name, and um, we will just go to like Home Depot and look at all the succulents. Or like last Sunday, I think, we went to one of the local greenhouses and they were having a sale. And I was like, cool, well, we're spending three hours in here. Um, <laughs> so that's what I consider fun right now. Which sounds a little sad, but you know what? It's fine. It's cool. I love plants, so they make me happy. 
You love plants. And when you go to the gym, what kind of workout do you do? Um, it's kind of all over the place, honestly. My two like go-to workouts are um, this class called Sprint, which is a cycle class, which I'm actually getting certified to teach, which is super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I also do another class called Body Pump, which is uh, weightlifting. It's like lighter weights with high intervals. So it's like an hour-long class, and there's different songs for different muscle groups. So I enjoy just taking like that class. Um, and then I'll just do like regular cardio and whatever other lifting, sometimes kickboxing in there, but it kind of just depends on what I feel like doing. Have you always been into working out or is that new? Um, I have like, I had a friend back in 2016 who introduced me to these classes and I was taking them on and off for the past four years. And, um, last year was really hard because we had just had the baby and this year I kind of just decided that my motto of the year was I'm just gonna do it and then one week I just decided all right I'm going to this class this day this class this day and then the next week I started doing the same thing and then I've just been doing the same thing every single week and it's great and now I've set up like a routine for myself and and I'm into it so that's kind of I mean that's that's the most important thing too yeah. is whenever you're wanting to do something like that like getting into a routine and doing it just making yourself do it every day and then it becomes just habit forming right Yeah exactly and you know I really didn't think of it in the perspective of having a new year's resolution because I actually was talking to Isaac about this when he was here um, for install and we kind of talked about how new year's resolutions really don't work out um and it's just easier to like make yourself a life motto and so my life motto for this year is i'm just gonna do it so you know that's what i said about doing my workouts that's what i said about getting certified to teach a cycle class you know i'm just doing it and that's a really good point i I totally agree about resolutions someone said to me at the beginning of this year i asked them are do you have goals or do you have resolutions that you're going to make and they said no I'm going to make intentions so I have certain intentions for 2020 and that's kind of what I did too and mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense and I'm I feel more accomplished because I'm I have these intentions that I'm trying to accomplish rather than specific things that I'm trying to change or do that that I would eventually probably fail at anyway <laughs> So, so that's good. Good for you. Well, let's, let's move into the breakout world and talk specifically about your role. You are a general manager and you've been there, you said for a little bit and you moved up pretty quickly. What is your favorite part of working at breakout? Honestly, I have two favorite parts. My first favorite part. Oh, you can only have one. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Well, I'm going to have two. You can have a (laughs) two-parter. Great. My, my, honestly, my favorite part is my team. Um, just because they're like a big family to me. So like, you know, I have my home family and then I have my work family. They all honestly feel like my children. They call me their momager, um, which is momager. it's really sweet, honestly. Um, and just, you know, they make everything really great. They make the guest experience great. They might they make my job really great. You know, it's just a pleasure to honestly be around them all the time they all act like older siblings to Mila because she's literally here all the time um and it's just so cool to you know be a part of a team that you know really appreciates the work that we do and I really do feel like I have a a solid team here so that's probably my favorite part besides the actual experience itself 
So was that one or two? That was two like things? one and a half. Okay. Was there a second full thing? Um, well, just the fact that like I love to, um, you know, foster these experiences for other people. Like last weekend, we really got to make a family super happy because it was like our last weekend of hostage, and we did a bunch of these really cool accommodations for this family's son, and they were super sweet. They're gonna come back and play Alley this weekend, um, and so I just love getting to make people's day. I like getting to help others. So, yeah, that's great. So on the flip side of that, what is the least favorite part of working at Breakout? Um, probably when people call out last minute for just no reason. Or um, when I, I had a really high turnover last year of team members. We were just cycling through them so fast. And I just... It was like I was trying to find the right fit and I thought I had it and then it just turned out to not be. Um, and I just had a lot of people flake on me and it was it was really disheartening and it was hard because, you know, my I like I was trying so hard to not overwork like my superstar team members and it it was hard because I was not finding reliable people. And so that's probably my least favorite part of the job is hiring somebody, investing all of my time and training, and um, and then they turn out to be a flake. Um, so that's, I hate that. <laughs> so has that made you hone in on your skills for hiring? Um, it has. I've, I've changed up like our whole interview process um, and I've just decided to be very blunt about it. Um, I'm very open to the kind of atmosphere that we have here, which is, you know, super great. And I, I feel like now I have a good grasp on what kind of vibe like someone's going to have like when they come in, because what I do now is I have them come in for um, a game instead of just straight up interviewing them. I so just, they come and play? A yeah, game? I get okay. I I um, I get like five or six people in at one time they don't all know each other i get them in there to play a game and then i see how they interact with each other and it's it's very interesting because i had a group in casino they one time i was interviewing them and they obviously didn't know each other. They were all super, super quiet. And then by the end of it, they were like cheering on each other. They were high-fiving each other. It was super cool. Um, Did you hire them all? I hired two of them out of the four. One of them like ended up getting another job offer in between the time that we were contacting. Um, but the two that I did hire are like amazing team members. They're super great. Um, and everybody that I've hired this way so far has been like, a plus, which is why did you not? Good. So there were more people in the room that you didn't hire, and one had taken another job. But the other ones, what what made you not want to hire them? So basically, what I do is after that game, I get their info and I send them a follow up email with like the details of the job, so like how the hours work, how the pay works, and then I have a couple of like engaging follow up questions, like how do you feel about. Um, on the spot decisions and improving certain types of things because you know we do have a lot of those situations here at Breakout and um, it just didn't feel like their answers were genuine it just kind of felt like a I don't know really how to describe it like it just didn't look like they put really any effort into their response back because it was like two or three words per question. All of it was like lowercase and it just felt very like 
not necessarily unprofessional, but it just felt not like they didn't try. Yeah, they didn't try. yeah, like they didn't try. They didn't care. And so, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, this isn't just some part-time job. Like this is, you know, I like to think of this as a meaningful job. Well, sure. Yep. So um, I just didn't feel like they would be a good fit for the team. So that's an email. You send them an email, and then they mm -hmm. re they're supposed to respond with an email with those answers. Yep. Yep, they respond, and then usually I do like a follow-up call with a couple of questions, um, and from there, I will do another follow-up email if we're interested in hiring, and then if we're not, then I do just a follow-up saying like, hey, we're going in a different direction, which I used to never do follow-up emails, but now I feel uh, pretty comfortable doing them, so yeah. That's a pretty extensive interview process, yeah. <laughs> but I bet you've been very successful and I mean we've always said that if you hire well then uh, it takes care of so many mm -hmm. other things down the road so that's really good so you have a you have a pretty good it sounds like really positive uh, culture staff culture team culture what it, I know one of the questions that some managers have or maybe everybody just has is like what how do you foster that culture what's it what's mm -hmm. a team outing that you've done or how do you build that team on a regular basis so i actually take the time and um we do something once a month we either that's you know we do a trade and go play another escape room we frequent, do we give you a budget for um, this i don't even know there, i mean i kind of just usually try to work it out with Adam and like figure out, you know, how much we can spend. I guess if you're doing a trade, it's fine, but yeah, yep. usually I try to keep it um, free because that's always the best. We do a lot of um, trades. We play a lot of laser quest um, and we also do a lot of just get togethers here at the store where we all just yep. hang out and um, like I made up breakout jeopardy and they love that. And I have a new version of it that we're going to play for this month's team get together. And we do a lot of potlucks and you know, a lot of the times they, a lot of my team members like hang out outside of the store as well. So that helps. Um, but honestly, I think just the fact that I put in the effort to get them together once a month because, you know, not all of them always see each other. Um, and I also like in we have a, a slack for our store. And so I, I'm always like trying to put motivating stuff in there. I keep our game master room motivational and like. I don't necessarily discourage any like negative feelings or anything, but I like to, you know, let my team members know that I'm here and available to talk at all times. Like it doesn't matter if it's, you know, eight o'clock at night, like send me a text if you're not feeling okay. Um, you know, I, I just like them to know that I care because I really honestly do. And I know that a lot of my game masters like have not have have been in not so great situations and I've been there myself and so I can relate on a certain level and so that's I think also why they call me mom <laughs> because I'm kind of like everybody's mom in a sense but I, re I really do think that we thrive here because we get along very well and it just I don't know it just works like I, I, well, yeah if that makes sense you know it just I mean I'm happens. a big believer in the fact and I think this is just true that your team is a product of the leader. So if you are engaged and you, they're gonna take on your personality and obviously your personality is to be a mom figure <laughs> and your personality is very team oriented. And 
even the extensive, you're very details oriented as well. You've worked on some projects with me. And so I know you, even the interview process, your interview process is extremely extensive and your email, you're taking a lot of time to go through a lot of steps to make sure that everything's right. So a lot of it has to do with your personality and who you are. Would mm-hmm. you say that you feel like your team kind of takes on your personality? Um, I, I do. I do definitely think so. Um, I think in a way they do learn from me a lot. Every store's culture is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But when I walk into different stores, there is this thread of consistency as well. And it's some of the same things. It's not exactly what you're saying, but it's pretty consistent across the mm-hmm. board. And it all depends on the personality of the manager and who they are. And then the, the leader, which I think is a very important thing to remember as a manager, as a leader, that the people that are under you are taking on your personality. It's, it's kind of a big responsibility. Do you ever feel the weight of that responsibility? I really do um, because you know, it's really hard when I'm having like a bad day at home, like, you know, Mila was giving me trouble in the morning, you know, some driver cut me off, like I had a bad workout, <laughs> whatever. I come in here and I just kind of, I'm angry about it for a bit, but I don't let them see that because I mean, there's no good that comes from just being angry all the time. And so I just try to keep it as pleasant and welcoming as possible, even when it's, you know, extremely difficult. And I do, though, think that it's important to express like my frustrations with certain things sometimes, because if you don't, then people will obviously just think that you're a robot who has no feelings. And that is definitely not me. You know, I've cried several times while being here before, just over stressful situations. And so I think it's important to know that or, f- or for your team to know that you're equally as vulnerable. And I think the fact that I do show my vulnerability is how they, you know, relate to me. And that's why they see me the way they do. Um, and I do like to kind of drive home to them that this is, this can be more than just a job. You know, this is a family essentially that you have. And, and that's what's important to me. And it is like a lot to carry sometimes, but it's, okay like it's a thing that I'm okay to carry because it I know what it means to me and I know what it means to them and so that's really all that matters I like that you're bringing out Brene Brown and (laughs) vulnerability but there is a line there that you're talking Mm -hmm. about you don't want to come in after being cut off and be angry and like show everything but at the same time you're a real person and you want them to know that you're you want them to see the authentic you and be able to like say, Hey, I also have these feelings and I also, you know, come to work sometimes and I don't want to be here and all of those things, which is important, but there is a a line, um, to that as well. So switching kind of focus to guests, do you have a favorite guest or team member moment? Like with your team members, do you have a, a favorite moment that has happened with a guest or guest experience? Um, there are just, you know, some of my favorite I don't really have like one specific, but some of my favorite ones in the past with guests at least were when we have a lot of birthday, when we were having like a lot of birthday parties on Saturdays and stuff, I would sometimes go to like 
the store down the street and get some balloons and decorate the lobby and get like a tray of cupcakes. And so if someone was selling a, celebrating a birthday, I'd get a little plate, put a napkin on it, get the cupcake. And then when they break out, I'm like, congratulations, here's a cupcake. And then they're so excited and surprised. And so I really love those moments. But some of my favorite moments are when we have like a busy Saturday and everybody is in a rush and everybody jumps in. That is the coolest thing to see because like, you know, we could be like five minutes behind on a kidnapping. We've got four groups in the lobby, two rooms need to be reset. And then everybody's just kind of running everywhere. But then the reset's done and like, it's like museum's done, kidnapping's done. All right, that group's ready. Like that's good to go. And everybody's like high-fiving each other and it's super great. Um, and it's just a quick rush and then everybody chills out for a minute and everybody's like wow we really just did that and that's like some of my favorite moments because you know they get to see like the capacity of what they can do and it's really cool that it's almost like a speed run in a sense but um it's it's really cool and you know once we have all the guests back there it's just really rewarding I guess but I think that that's probably some of my favorite things besides like also our team outings like those are pretty fun too (laughs) Well, it sounds like you enjoy your job. Would you say on a scale of one to 10, how, how much do you enjoy your job? I think it honestly depends on the week because mm. sometimes... What's the, what's the low and what's the high? I think my low last year was um, probably about a three. That's like maybe the lowest that I have been, you know, with people like flaking on me and then me like you remember I talked to you a couple months ago. I was feeling really like, what do I do now? Like, I feel like I'm just doing the same day to day. But now, honestly, we just got this new room. I have a stellar team. Like, I'm honestly feeling like I don't want to say a 10 because nothing's ever perfect. So I think we're probably about like a. 9.25 9.25 to okay. be exact. <laughs> I'm glad we raised that by yeah. six, six points. <laughs> that's really great. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's wonderful. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk to me and it sounds like you've, you've got a great team there and things are going really well. I have one last question for you. If you were to start dreaming and just talk about breakout, what, what direction would you like to see us move in the future? Hmm. I definitely think making the experience way more immersive. And I I think that we're already on the path to doing that, you know, with the new rooms that we've come out with, especially Undercover Alley, which is so fun. Um, I think being consistent with the immersion would be a great place. You know, I would also love to see the stores in a sense maybe get bigger. Like I kind of wish we had more than five rooms here, but that's just me. I'm sure other managers probably feel that way, but I don't know. I think expanding and then, you know, I have a lot of thoughts, but I can't really think of them all right now. I just think that- (laughs) Well, I am putting you on the spot with this. Like it's a big question. Yeah, and I mean, I think the guest immersion and the experience is all super important. So I, I feel like, you know, the more focus that we put on the immersion and the experience itself is very important. Um, And also just, I mean, expanding is always a dream, obviously. But yeah, like I I think we're kind of like in a good place. So I really don't have like anything that I would change for the future, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good Mm -hmm. answer. Well, thank you for your time. And I appreciate you 
talking about all these things and being open and honest and vulnerable with us on Orange Perspective and wish you the best of luck with the new room. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This week's episode of Orange Perspective is brought to you by Dispatch. Dispatch is an interactive serial mystery where you are the hero. Put on your detective hat and jump into the mystery. Dispatch offers storylines of many different lengths to fit your play style. Visit dispatch.breakoutgames.com for more information. If you'd like to hear anything particular discussed on the podcast, email orangeperspectivepodcast at gmail.com. Have a good one.